Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the. What's Hayden on? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Long Run Show live podcast, live stream. And yes, guess who's in charge tonight? Woo! You've got you've got big problems. Every single person listening to this live or on your podcast, anything could happen tonight. Firstly, we're lucky to even be online because I did muck up the start, couldn't find the intro, uh, but don't worry about that. So tonight we are talking about speed or stamina. I'm going to define that in a second, but before I do that, we've got to get the admin out of the way. We've got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Sketches. Go over to sketches.co.uk, check out all the latest running shoes and kit and clothing. So go and check out Hayden's actually modelling some of their beautiful hoodies. And I'm not just saying that they are the best hoodies. Yeah, well done, Hayden. Um, and yes, so and talking about let's introduce the team. So joining me tonight, we've got everyone's favourite coach, Coach Al. Uh, we've got Ben, and then we've got everybody's boy band favourite, <laughs> Mr. Richie himself. Hayden is Mr. Richie. Well, um, and oh, oh, look at all these people already joining us live. So thanks to everybody joining us live. If you are uh, watching live, watching live. Uh, you can join in the comments. Uh, we will be picking up any questions. You want to start with a queue, jump in and throw that in there. We're going to be picking on some of your comments and questions as we go through the evening. You can talk about whatever you like. Admin's not here and Jatilla's not here. Wilco's not here. So it's, it's it's open season, really. So just put anything in you want. If you want to know what songs that Hayden was singing in on the six, as they were called, and obviously they went down to five when they got rid of him, then just let us know in the comments. If you want to know what he then did after that, you also let us know in the comments. Right, I'm also going to put a thing in there. So if you're on Facebook, you can click on a link and then we know who's on it. Right, so uh, it's all boys tonight, actually. That's, um, I think that we haven't done that in a while, actually, all boys. Uh, so that's kind of different as well, which is good. Um, I've noticed Hayden has copied my hat um, as well. Maybe I should do a six major hat thing as well. What do you think, Ben? Uh, what, official or unofficial? Well, obviously, everything I do is official. Um, so I'm just wondering if I should go all six hats. What do you I think, think, mate? Yeah. I, I think you should. I, yeah, I'm thinking that we're three minutes in and you haven't told the truth once. You've talked, you've spoke absolute rubbish. Oh. Three minutes, told lies, made up stories. Well, oh, Al, we need one of the girls back. Al, as, as, our, as our sort of sensible person on the show tonight, what do you think? Well, I was looking at us and I was thinking... You kind of listed all those that are not on. So that kind of, what does that put us as a kind of bunch of C-listers? We're the only people who haven't got lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time I've heard that this week. 
Oh, really, Ben? Have oh, you had a bad week, yeah. have you? My boss told me I didn't have a life. That's how I can marathon train. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, but that is kind of, I'll be honest with you, that is kind of actually relevant, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. To be able to marathon train a half marathon train, you kind of just have to have, like, no life. But to be called out at work for that, that was... Uh, strong. Maybe we should get your boss on. Name is Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so, no, let's not do that. Right, we've got a busy weekend um, coming up. Uh, we'll spin around, I think, at the end and catch up with what everybody's doing. I've got to give a shout out to the guys who are doing the Leeds Marathon because it's a big, big event up in Leeds, up in the wonderful place that is Yorkshire. Um, if you've not checked out what's going on up there, I think, Hayden, you've got more of the details on what's going on up in Leeds this weekend, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, this weekend, for their first time, it's the first it's the inaugural event. Got the Leeds Marathon. So up in Yorkshire, we've always had the. Has it been known? I'm not sure if it's known as the Yorkshire Marathon, York Marathon, or the York, Marathon York Marathon. Yeah, which has always been quite a big event. But I think this year, it's in not in memory because obviously he's still alive. But Rob Burrows, gentleman that played rugby league for the Lee Rhinos for I think his whole career, 15, 16 odd years, and like at the absolute top of his game. And just after retiring, I think it's back in 2019, he contracted motor neuro's disease. It's actually a really sad story. And since it, his like plight has been sort of like spread all around, all around the world, but particularly in Yorkshire and up in Leeds, it's become like a real big thing. And I decided to put this marathon on and Leeds Rhinos itself, fair play to him. They donated like big, big money towards all this research and this centre that Rob Burroughs wants to get set up, big amounts. So they've set this marathon up. Originally, they were looking at, I read something about, they were going to have 7,777 places available. That's like, it's relevant to the number he wore as a rugby player. But in the end, I looked this morning, I think they got 12,500 people doing it. So it's nearly sort of doubled. This has really, really took on. Mm. I think it's got that whole, it's got that whole, being from the South, I'll be the first one to confess it, we don't have that as much community spirit. We really mm. don't. You go up to Newcastle and the Great North Run yes. is everything to them and you feel it and you know that mm. that's just such a big thing. I've got a feeling this is what's going to happen in Leeds with this marathon. I know it's, yeah. the first time, but it's got that feel about it. That's a good shout, actually. It does feel like it's a bit like a Great North Run kind of thing that's, that's starting up there. I think what's amazing is that it's got, I think I might be wrong, but I'm sure I read it's got 60% of the people who are doing it are doing their first marathon. It's a, Or I might have that number wrong, but it's a really, really high number. Uh, of people who have entered are going to be taking on their first marathon and i'll be honest with you apparently it's not very flat <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i i would use the word lumpy from what i've been um uh told about the course so yeah we i think that's a that's, that's a fantastic uh, shout out actually the front end um of the show it's obviously about motor neuron disease rob burrows mm -hmm. and the whole thing around the event but good luck to anybody who's taking on their first marathon because they're inspired of what's going on up there uh all around rob burrows and and um yeah and the motor neuron disease and that sort of stuff as well uh and bringing attention to that cause so that's that's really powerful we can't can't wait to see how that gets on and then maybe next year we could all go and do it what do you think yeah I, honestly i think this is going to be something that is going yeah. to take off everywhere it's going to become really. sort of like the it's going to have ballot places and everything yeah. i also think they're going to raise absolute shed loads of money not just for motor neuron disease for all sorts of charities but and the fact it starts and finishes in the stadium and like mm -hmm. Leeds, Leeds Rhinos up there, maybe nice. people that aren't from there, yeah, they don't realise the community that it holds together. It's just yeah, it's such a big league. thing up there. So yeah, yeah it's going to be a big old marathon. Yeah. So um, if you're going up there, good luck. Let us know if you're listening live, um, if you're going up there. If you're listening to this back as a podcast and you've done it, let us know you've got on. There we go. You ever fancy going up to um, Leeds? Because they do a Leeds 10K as well, didn't they, Al? I think, have you ever done that one? Or no, it's I, I, I don't want to come across as sounding a bit southern, but no, I haven't kind of made it up that Very far. Well, about part, you must have done a part run up there, Al. <laughs> uh, well, I've done York, right? But that meant we bypassed Leeds to get to York. So uh, yeah, I have been. I wonder how many part runs. There you go, Al. How many part runs Leeds got? Found that out. All right, I'll there go and go. do a little. I give you something to do. Keep the old boy busy. Right. So, oh, what's this? Uh, Leeds marathon from Gary. It's got elevation gain of 675 metres. I don't know whether that's a lot or not because I don't know about you boys, but I don't pay any attention to the elevation because once I sign up for something, I've just got a cowboy up and get on with it. Oh, by the way, welcome everybody who's playing 40 bingo tonight. Yes, I've just said cowboy up. Um, so congratulations, tick that off. But yeah, so uh, a 675 metres, I've got no idea whether that's 
good or pony to be honest with you the problem with it is you can't just look at elevation like that some might end up being an overall sort of elevation of zero because you've got the ups and downs mm. that doesn't help when you're going up the ups the downs yeah. might be good but you still got to go up them bloody ups yeah so, but, as you found, but as you found with boston it was the downhills at speed that kill you yeah yeah well they, they, they that's because they throw you out of sync you you train for something at a pace and an intensity and that just it throws everything out because it throws mm. in a different thing into the mix unless you've trained for that yeah absolutely it's not the best thing and then obviously once you try to overcome that you got hit by an actual big hill so mm. yeah all round it's not great but these marathons six seven five i don't know i don't know much about it, it don't sound that bad no, no. I, I just fancy doing it I, I i like what you said that about the um sort of great north run feel about it i think that's that's what we've got right so i'm going to give a shout out to some of the people we've got we've got dawn evening dawn evening uh chris uh turned into an accidental 10k uh run the world in aaron saying we're not on facebook i think we are but i might be wrong Stephen simmons evening evening gary um Love the Spice Girls picture of Hayden. That wasn't, uh, that was real, by the way. Uh, oh, Lloyd's in the house, Mr. Cycling. Um, if you're doing Ride 100, Lloyd's doing a, effectively a peloton of of people. I think, is that what the right term for biking? Loads of biking people? Yeah. It's the worst. And the start time's out for that. That's another good reason why I'm not doing it now. Is that, Have you seen the start times of people? Some people have got to be there at like four o'clock in the morning. I say, stupid like Another reason why the king is going to outlaw it. So if you're if you're you know thinking about getting into biking, don't bother because the king's going to outlaw it after this weekend. It's going to be the last time that event takes place. It's just pointless. Uh, evening, Seamus. Um, Mark Lang on evening, lads. Is it too early to tell everyone to click? No, apparently, right. And I found this out on the bite size on a Monday. If you we we do a bite size thing on a Monday live stream. If you're into like gear and just want to hang out with me, come along on eight o'clock on a Monday. But if you hit the like button, the algorithm loves it. So everybody who's watching live, just get on there and smash your life out of it. Or what is it? 20,000 of you that are watching live. Um, get on there. What's oh yeah, so Hayden, as we know, has got a forfeit. Him and Speedgoat failed miserably, absolutely miserably at their Garmin competition. Did you remember this, Ben? Now when they when they just abandoned all hope when they didn't bother trying to put an effort in at their latest marathons. Um, and obviously one person did, but, oh, that was me. So I don't have to sing a song. So Hayden has um, got his lawyers in touch today and said that he's not allowed to sing because of his contractually not allowed to do it because of his link with six, obviously, who are now called five. <laughs> um, but I don't know what Speedgoat's excuse is. So Speedgoat's on is doing working with his active job today. So when he's back, he's definitely got to sing his song. Um, and then Hayden, I think we'll let the lawyers sort it out, shall we? Yeah, it's best off, best off, best off that way. I just, I don't want to get the long one. No, we don't want to get another copyright strike. By the way, if you listened a couple of weeks back, when they <laughs> did put the Garth Brooks thing up, we actually got a copyright strike for that. So that's <laughs> quite amusing. Listen back to that one. We actually had to, I tried cutting down in the edit, right, the song down to about two or three seconds just to see if the ad still picked it up, still got a copyright strike. Thanks very much, everybody. Um, Right, so uh, here we I'm go. Getting a grief, I'm getting a bit of grief, actually, about the old elevation. People oh, yeah, are telling good. me 675 is a lot. It's similar to Snowden Marathon. That sounds bad. And then Sebastian, Sir Sebastian, is coming with 675 is half Beachy Head Marathon, which is considered one of the toughest. So it doesn't sound bad. Hayden, give it a go. Ooh. Yeah, I think you should, Hayden. I, I was talking to Posty. Was it Posty on Wednesday? I saw Posty. He's thinking about doing Beachy Head. That's a, that's a bit of a hardcore one, the old Beachy Head Marathon. Anyone fancy, how do you fancy doing Beachy Head Marathon? That's a bit different. Uh, no, because um, in my previous life as a course uh, setter-upper for endurance life, mm. I've had to run some of those seven heels or the seven sisters. So carrying a bag of swag as well, but it is it is beastful. Coming down one of them, you literally have to go on your backside. So uh, uh, no thanks. No, I'll be I'll be swerving that one. As yeah, well. that's that's not for me. And and Benny boy, you've just got back from where was you in America, weren't you? Yeah, I was in Detroit. What was that like? Uh, it was nice. I went for a few runs along the river, but they had closed various points along the river, so I had to keep coming off of the river randomly along a highway back onto the river back. Um, but no, it was good. It was nice to uh, get a change of scenery. Sadly, I mean, they do have park run in the US, but um, there's for such a big country, I think there's about 49, maybe. 
Um, so my closest one was going to cost me about sixty-five pound round trip, which I decided wasn't value for money. Couldn't you expense it? Your boss ain't listening. Couldn't you expense that? <laughs> um, I mean, I could have. He was out for dinner. I'm out, out for dinner in an Uber. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. That was why I stayed an extra day was to do park run, and then I realised how expensive it was going to be to get there. <clears throat> I wonder if there's a Detroit marathon. Well, I, I said this to you on Tuesday. Oh. As I, after I finished the run, I then wandered round, and there were all these people with race numbers on and medals, and I was like, rookie mistake. I hadn't checked if there was a race. Good boy, error. That's the first thing you do in it when you go on holiday. I know you was working. You're like totally did. <laughs> do whatever but um it's the first thing you do is check like park run is there a race on that weekend or that week that you can go to so, so i checked park run i forgot to check the race but um yeah there is a detroit marathon and the good thing with that one so you have to um in advance you have to clear passport control because you cross the border i don't know if you start in canada or just cross over into canada oh, really? wow. so yeah so technically it's, quite... it's a marathon in two countries technically I kind of like the sound of that. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I think I can incorporate it into a work. Sponsors as... that event? Uh, I don't know. Ford yeah. Motor Company, probably. That's the only thing probably. I know. Yeah, it's probably. Really. Yeah, it's, it's got to be, be a one. car company, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be a car. Oh, there's loads of comments. Keep them coming, guys. We will get to them in a minute. Hayden, you're getting hammered in the comments, which is brilliant. Oh, Someone was talking about your Zagamas a minute ago, which just made me wet myself. Uh, what are you shaking your for? Well, they're the... They're the best you ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all, you got to get over this. Before we get on to the, the business that we're going to be talking about, speed versus stamina, uh, we've got to give a shout out to PB. Um, PB is, is she there? She is. They are if there. You're in, uh, talking to York, how is this? So if you're at York Park Run tomorrow, or if you're, if you're in that sort of area or you can get there, get along. Our very famous own PB Petra is going to be there with a few sort of retrobates, is that the word? Or sort of... That's the word you you use? No, Ben, I was reading your mind. Um, <laughs> what's the better way of saying it, Al, without getting myself into too much trouble? Petrobates. Retrobates, petrobates. Petrobates. There we go. It's got a ring to it. That was Hayden. He just put it in the private chat. So <laughs> no, Petra, no. Well, not get me involved in this. Um, but, yeah, so the PB's there. She's got a few retrobates with her. Uh, causing havoc at the York Park run tomorrow. So get along to there and see our very own PB, who bend Ben, which I still think is one of the best pictures I've seen for a long time. How did that feel, Ben, getting bend? Um, it was very disappointing because I'd done it to her and the and I was too far away from the camera. And so she got me back um, as we approached the camera. So if you've got yeah. no idea what we're talking about, Ben, do you want to explain what getting bend is? um so it is what sticking your arms up cheering just as you're approaching a camera to basically block everyone out around you yeah he's got like the biggest arms in the world <laughs> and he blocks everybody's pictures out don't ever run with him if you want a good race picture if you've ever been bend send in your pictures go via the website send in your pictures and we'll put them up in a couple of weeks time so send in your bend oh actually no out um hey i'll tell you what they could do don't send them in waste of time Let's go back. Let's let's get out of 1987. Get on Instagram and tag. What's our Instagram? What well, the lo our long one show is. Yeah, you is can't use your own boy band. We can't use five. <laughs> we can't get people to tag five. It's or that musical you was in. What was that musical? Was it Wicked you was in? Or was it Oliver? Oh, where's his, what's his story? You're brewing something. I'm not making it up. Was you in a musical? I've gone you from was... a boy band to like one of the biggest no, musicals. before you went into the boy band, you was in musical theatre school at young age, right? And you was in the West End. It was either Oliver or Wiki, because I, I got contacts. Which one was it? I can't believe how much you seem to like know about me. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? You must have done your research. Done my research. but You wrote true. your Wikipedia. Yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> so if you go onto Wikipedia, you'll find Hayden. He was in six. And he was either in, it was either in Wicked or it was in Oliver. Anyway, what's the um, handle for our Instagram? It is a hashtag Long One Show. Hashtag? Or... Are you just talking? Oh, the actual handle. Yeah, at. Oh, don't. don't. It's at Long One Show. <laughs> that is I've thrown it. him out. I've got to throw him out. Reminiscing, thinking back to them days, them stage days. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more? Could you rock out a dance, like dance move, dance routine? I'll have to check with the legal team. Yeah, he's not, I don't think he's. I don't think he's legally allowed. But we could, in theory, you could sing. No, something. whoa, 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 whoa! This is going <laughs> too far now. 
David Long. Was Hayden the real H from Steps? No, he wasn't in Steps. He was in six that became five. He wasn't in Steps. He was in six. So there we go. Um, right. So uh, I was going. I was going to go talk to. Him. Oh yeah. So get your bend pictures on us uh, in Instagram tag. Uh, whatever he just said. I can't remember if we got there or not. And. I want to dive in. Uh, ben, have you been looking at any of the questions? Oh, I've got to give last shout out and then we'll get on to some running talk. Um, but it is kind of running like we've got to give a shout out to Big Ben, who I don't know about you, Ben. How, coach, you must have seen this. He's been blowing out his training runs. We could yeah. be in trouble in June. Um, so if you don't know the story, um, Ben, did you ruin him in Chelmsford? I did. Yeah. The Chelmsford half, Ben ruined Ben. And if you've not seen the video, Ben is the one who ran... Uh, uh, like a million days on his, and he's still going in here. Yeah, he's up to about twelve hundred and something. I think. Yeah, but he's going to South End to run a PB. Um, and Ben is gonna like Ben, who bends people, is gonna pace him, and I've been roped into it. But this week, <laughs> we saw a training run of his, <laughs> and we both sort of looked at it and went, "Oh, you can imagine the word. We better start running." <laughs> I've already got my excuse in. I'm going to be jet lagged. I land from San Francisco. <laughs> days before <laughs> I, i've i've already bailed out of this one i um, need an excuse i can't use the the run the ride 100 thing anymore because i'm not doing it so i need to think of another excuse well what well, i'll have to think of something i don't know I we, got, right, we got enough time we got another three yeah more. we'll have to think but he's absolutely killing his training run so he's got some new shoes um and we're ready to go so that's going to be great hopefully you're all coming to the south end half we're doing the big pink picnic afterwards so even if you can't you can't run or you don't want to run you don't want to get up early, but come down for the picnic after. I know there are after volunteers and marshals and things down there at South End Half. I know it's, you know, for some people it's in the wrong end of the country and all that sort of stuff. But it's if the weather's fantastic, it's a great day out. It raises money for a, fan, a fabulous charity down there. But also it's just a great event. Um, last year's Pink Picnic was great fun. The club put some money together. So there's some drink and some nibbles and things like that afterwards. And it's just a really relaxed vibe and everybody hangs yeah. out and just chills. This is a great way to meet. We're actually going even larger this year. I've been yeah. in secret conversations with the chairman about some uh, uh, hashtag Jenga and hashtag massive play your cards right cards. Yeah, so I think bring the bingo bus and other fun games. I think, Al, I think everybody who gets on the bus, we're going to talk about that next, is mandatory unless they've got some form of like lawyer like Hayden does to get him out of singing, even though he didn't bother like running a proper time in his marathon because he Garmin was right and he was wrong. Should like basically all have to come. I think, I think it should be mandatory um, tomorrow, but they're, they're all nodding. So that's good news. So Al, let's talk quickly. Um, well, we could talk about Eurovision or we can talk about the curly whirly part run that you guys are going to be doing tomorrow. We'll talk about the curly whirly and it, it will overlap into Eurovision. So I think we'll be heading back just as the warm-up for the Eurovision kind of kicks off. But, uh, yeah, I think last count, Hayden, we were about 85 club, that way. club members, community members, heading down to Summerdale Parkrun, which is the official name of the Curly Whirly Parkrun. Um, unlike previously, we've been in touch with the race director. They do know we're coming. They do know we're going to cause chaos. Uh, as usual, we've got people running and volunteering. I think we've got a couple of piece, people also pacing the day. Um, but that's only half of it. You know, the, the park run is actually just a bit of an aside for 30 odd minutes or so. The fun starts, I think, at 4 a.m. Is that right, Hayden? If I got a bit up for 4 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to go to bed in a minute because I've got to get up at 2 a.m. So I think I can make it to the end of the podcast with uh, uh, the amount of sleep I'll need. But it's going to be an awesome day. We're going to have great fun at the park run. Mark Sloan's played a blinder. We can walk from park run to breakfast. Then once we've done breakfast, we jump on the bus and we're going to do a bit of culture and possibly some beers in Bath before turning around and coming back again tomorrow evening, which is always been part of the ethos of our extreme park run. It's the challenge of getting as far away from home as we can in a reasonable amount of time at a reasonable cost with the most amount of people. And I think we've gone from about 25 in Dublin up to 85 and we you know it could be more because we've got as many self travelers now as we have on the bus so uh miss that a little bit on the bus because there is bingo bus bingo on the way back just as everyone's flagging we get on or hayden gets on the mic to be precise yeah surprise that's a surprise every, that one isn't it i'll liver i'll liver <laughs> <laughs> everybody what is it 
No, you tell me. You seem to know more than me. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a good day, and I think even the weather's starting to look kind for us after. Oh, honestly, guys, the um, the weather's going to be fab. So you guys are going to have a day. I've got to give a shout out to, to Al, Hayden, Karen, you know, and, every, and everybody else who goes into organising these things because it really is a, a, a strong community club event that just emphasises everything about what we do. Um, we've got to give a massive thanks to those guys for organising it, to put all this effort in, to bring these people together, to organise this travel, to come up with these crazy things. I've been to one. It's amazing. Uh, if you can't do this one, then make sure you do the next one. It's just a it, it, it's just a great, great vibe. And it emphasises everything about 40 rounds and the inclusivity and just coming together, having some fun with a bit of running and, and the rest of it. And And it's just amazing. I mean, if you if you're in another part of the world, you've got absolutely no, no idea. Honestly, it's worth even flying over. So if you're like listening to this in Manila, it's worth getting on a plane and coming over and doing it with these guys because it, they just have the best time. And and it, yeah, it just encompasses everything about forty runs um, with what they do. You know, park run and all abilities, inclusivity and, and fun. And that's what it's all about: getting to, getting together and, and and meeting new people and socialising. It's so good for you, really. Really is now, Ben. Um, the chat has been lit up like yeah. Hayden's fireworks on stage when he comes on. So, I, I've seen a couple of questions. Let's dive into a few of them and then we'll move on to the topic. Where, where have we got? Okay, so we've got one here from RJB Detailing. Um, doing my first marathon in October, only a small event with 250 participants. So, any advice for running a smaller event? Oh, okay. Well, Al, we did Dorney, didn't we? We did just kind of, I think it was one of the first to come back after COVID. Mm. So I guess numbers were deliberately limited for that. Um, so it was a small field. Uh, with We had quite a spread. It, there were waves, but it was spread over a couple of hours from memory. Yeah. You, you could get there at 10 o'clock or you could get there at 12. Um, but I guess the thing about Dorney, you're, you're kind of running laps. You do get to see everyone. I think the thing about running a, a marathon at 250, the chances are there's going to be long periods where you might be on your own or, you know, you could be just, you know, one of a very small few in, you know, the back of the course. And that takes a lot of mental toughness. You know, there's challenges running the big marathons like London's and the Boston's. But you know, I think actually running the smaller ones where you haven't got the crowd and you haven't got the infrastructure necessary to support you on the day makes it even more challenging. So for me, I definitely make sure you've got, yeah, yeah hopefully your aftershocks are allowed. They're normally licensed. So you I've had a brilliant idea, Al. Go on. They could actually binge for two and a bit hours <laughs> episodes of the Bromham podcast. <laughs> There you go. There you go, RGB. Two and a half hours target time. Should be no, no trouble. Oh, hang on. One <laughs> sec. Let me just Google it. Yes. You could listen to Hayden's debut album with six back to back on Spotify for two and a half hours. I, on a serious point, I actually think they're really good sometimes to do these sort of lesser events because you do get into it's very hard with to run those sort of things on, on their on your own, let's say. But I do think if you then can transport that to a bigger race so what you've learned about yourself and and having the control and and the and the sort of mental toughness to then take that into a bigger race when there's people and that momentum that will naturally come behind you i think it can be very powerful so i would actually recommend all of you and it doesn't matter whether it's a 10k or a marathon i think some of the small events i love doing like if i get a chance some of the local events you know like wear tens and stuff like that these smaller events they can be Firstly, they can be just amazing to meet new people and you come across, you know, really cool clubs and things like that. But, you know, you you do, you 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 have to struggle it out on your own. And that's and that's kind of cool because when you do switch over, if you do eventually get there to a bigger race, you'll just be like, wow. And then all of a sudden it's it's a lot easier on that day. So, yeah, what about you, Hayden? Do you, I would, you ever... I must be, if it's a smaller event, I, and it's the, I think they said there's a first marathon as well. With anyone that does their first marathon, the advice for all of us I've always given to people is, you know, just get through it. Go there, enjoy it. Don't start thinking about really hammering it and doing your best time ever. Go there and just get through it. And I would treat it as much as possible as sort of like a long run. Build up to it. 
have your taper and then just think to yourself in three weeks time. Don't think of it as becoming the marathon. Just think of it as I've got a really long run on Sunday and get through it. And once you get through it and you realise you can achieve that 26.2, then as you said, well, Chris, crack on and book one of the bigger ones. And that would give you a good foundation, a good setting. If you've got a bit of anxiety to jump straight into one of the big ones, maybe that's not the best idea. So maybe this plan going forward for your first marathon could be a good, good I, shout. I think there's actually an upside. I don't know the race. I don't know the course. But assuming all that information has been shared, your support crew, your family or your friends that are coming to support can yeah, actually get quite close to you and could probably, mm. you know, be on the course at several different points during the course of the race. That's hard to do in some of the bigger races. You yeah, know, definitely. as a runner, you you know people are out there. You're looking for your friends and family mm. and it's easy to miss in such a big crowd. But, you know, if the course is set up right, there's probably an opportunity to kind of have that moral support from your support crew at regular points on that long run, which you probably wouldn't get in a, in a bigger run. So, you know, look for those positives. Uh, ben, I've just seen something from Tony, uh, from Lloyd. Tony, she's got a milestone this weekend, isn't she? She has indeed. I believe it's uh, her Flake Park run, um, which she's doing tomorrow. Um, at the Is Curly it 100th? No, yeah, 99. 99. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. So and then uh, event next week for a hundredth. Oh, there we go. So if you're so ninety nine this weekend, if and where where's their home? Because I went to. Is it Cannon? No, Cannon Chase. Cannon Chase. That's the one I went to, wasn't it? Yeah. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Um, if if it is that one, hopefully I'm right. Go to it because it's a stunning park run. Honestly, it's one of the be- most beautiful park runs I've done. It really is stunning where they run. They're really lucky. They're like um, you, Hayden, with Bushy. You know, it's a really cracking place. I can't recommend it enough. Obviously, those guys are there, the Staffordshire satellite team. They're just the, the nicest, friendliest bunch of people you could ever meet. Really welcoming. Um, and if you're listening to this and, and you, you know, not got along to that satellite and you're in that area, make sure you get along because they really are top, top people. That, um, okay. Down there, up there. Where, who are we? Where are we? Oh, oh, um, we're all over. Yeah, right, Ben, what we got next? Moving through the chat. Um, I think the next one that's quite relevant, this might take us into our topic potentially today, is how much train how much training should differ for 5k to 10k from Sebastian? And he says, don't just say double it. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. Well, let's get into a bit of this now. So uh mind you, I've just seen Adam Kelly. Reckon you could go under 135 on the half 40. I probably could have done the other week if Mark Wright hadn't slowed me down, to be honest. Uh leave that out of it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer budget-friendly flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment the plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals so for whatever tomorrow brings united healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you learn more at uh1.com um <laughs> so <laughs> it's true your, your best uh, man uh, how much should you try so when we was so topic right let's just just hit this on the on the head so the reason for the topic tonight was to sort it's a bit of a it's a bit of a deliberate conversation spark because all i see at the moment is everyone going i'm going to work on speed i'm going to work on speed i'm going to work on my 5k i'm going to work on my 5k and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and there is a tendency to sort of not do your, you know, your stamina building and continue to build that endurance through you. Now, obviously, yes, getting faster will help that. Ultimately, it all helps each other, right? But is there an argument that maybe in one of, you know, your training blocks before you start, you actually focus on stamina? So that's strength and conditioning as well. Um, and you work on that endurance and that stamina before you go into a block as well. It's It's different because it's just, it's everybody's talking about speed, 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 speed. But I think I wanted to really sort of 
emphasize tonight and highlight and discuss actually that you really need to be doing both. Does that make any sense? Al, would you agree? Absolutely. Um, I get the reason why people are focusing on speed because we've come out of marathon season. So a lot of our community will have been focusing on that long run and they just want something different and, you know, flipping it on its head and thinking, you know, 5k speed is just something different to focus on. I get the change of, of emphasis, but actually the purpose of doing both is because you're actually training two energy systems and they are different. They both kick in on both long runs and short runs, 5Ks and marathons, and you have to constantly work. If you neglect one at the expense of the other, when you do come to try and fit it all together, you you won't have made the gains you think you will have made. So you know that's why the great training plans have speed work and endurance work. Yeah, balanced. You know, balanced, not balanced out necessarily 50-50, because there's that 80-20 rule as well about mm-hmm. running easy, but you are you're working your body differently, very deliberately for the different demands of speed and endurance, but you've got to bring it all together at yeah. some point. Yeah. So uh, so Hayden, let's answer this question. If you was going to train for a 10K, how would you do that differently to if you was training for a 5K? What, what would you do different or would you not do anything differently? Or would you just wing it like Ben does? <laughs> so uh, probably all free, all of the above free. Um, it's I'll, I would tweak it slightly, as, as I'll just refer to. If you're trying to improve your 5K time, it's not just about doing the speed sessions. You need them stamina sessions in. You need them long runs, which is going to work exactly the same as a 10K. Uh, the 10K possibly even a little bit more so. You need to train your body. to. On a 5K, you start feeling uncomfortable at certain 3 or 4K at that sort of pace at 10k you're going to feel exactly the same as that maybe at 7 or 8k so you just need to learn how to you know let your body go through that the thing is people are getting obsessed with this speed thing people got to remember with speed it is limited to genetics that that, that's an absolute fact there's only a certain speed each of us can go depending on how we're how we're born some people like i don't your kipchogis or people even your sprinters linfa christies and that their body's built they they've got a limit and their limit is so much higher than any of us and it's really, really, really hard to get to that limit, let alone you can't push past that limit. Whereas endurance, endurance is limitless. You can really, really manipulate endurance. And the harder you train and the better you train, the more endurance-based your training will become. And within that endurance space, once you become comfortable with it, that's when you start to really promote the speed. And I always find it's better to promote the speed within an endurance session. Going out doing just pure speed sessions does help, absolutely. But I find that takes its toll on your body. So if I, I went out in the week, I'd done a... Then an interval session on Tuesday, five by one Ks. For me, that, that that's the best way to improve your 5K time. If you're going out just to do that, that's my best sprint session. My best sprint session. If I want to go fast, I'll do a K is pretty much at the 5K pace I want to do. And I'll have a standing recovery for a minute or 90 seconds. Do it again for 90 seconds and again for the 5K. And the week after, I would do it again and only have a 60 second rest. The week after that, a 30 second rest. And the week after that, come up to like your park run or your goal that you want to achieve, the rest gets forgotten about and you go through. You can The body gets used to that pace and you get used to feeling uncomfortable. 10K, it is slightly different. To go out and do 10 1K reps, you are talking. That 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 will really take its toll on your body. Um, you have people like, I've watched Benny's running. He does things like that and he smashes them out. But that's his full-time job. And he is an athlete. He, we're, we're teetering on elite. So for me, it is about getting that endurance, getting it inside you, getting your body to be able to handle this the muscle fibers grow in and improve your speed within them long endurance sessions go out and do if you're going to go out and do a 10 10 miler i think that 10 mile halfway pick up to your 5k speed or pick up to your 10k speed even if it's only for a mile or two miles and see how your body reacts to it see if it feels comfortable doing it at that and literally within time you'll start realizing when you come doing them five and ten k's you'll just smash them out absolutely it's a good point i always find my 10k time improves if i'm in a half marathon training block versus a marathon training block because i tend to do sort of you know 13 14 whatever maybe 15 miles but i tend to do more sort of tempo you know that lactate threshold work for that half marathon i know you should do it in the in your fear marathon but there's so many different components i try and put into play but with a half i try and dial it in a bit and i always find if i'm doing a, a half training plan I, my 10k time gets quicker um and, and i say like hayden just said most of that's because i'm doing like 
10 mile runs at sort of threshold pace or, you know, with a mile warm up, mile cool down, something like that. So I'm, I'm doing a big slug of it at, at that sort of threshold pace. And then obviously I've got the speed stuff in the week as well. Like the higher stuff, like Hayner just gave a good example of, you know, your, your five times 1K reps, um, uh, repeats. So it's that, it's that sort of thing. But I always just find half marathon training seems to bring the best out of my 10K time where so 5K, I just seem to, it just doesn't seem to improve. <laughs> no, because I think because I'm doing the sort of longer stuff all the time, if I was probably to do a 10K train plan, like a 12-week 10K plan, I think I think firstly I'd have to go down the track to really dial in some of the speed sessions. I think I'd have to do some, really probably get some good quality, like middle distance runs in as well to sort of really nail it down. But just, yeah, just just hit it. Yeah, relatively. And probably do some of those double sessions that I do do harder um, as well. So, yeah, I, I think that's hard. What about you, Ben? Do you do you find that in terms of your, your 10K time, has that improved after a certain block or has it just come down naturally? Um, I think for me, I really noticed with the marathon training that as I built up the kind of endurance across the longer distances that I was able to then, I think much like, Hayden's point in terms of um you know kind of mixing in you know different paces within that that I was able to then improve my speed like if you look at Chelmsford half that final 5k I did 21 21 30 I think for the final 5k which was is probably my pb on that um so yeah as I've built up the you know the endurance and the longer distance that's when I've then been able to kind of push the speed across yeah, it is a it is a it is a funny one, isn't it? It's um, but I just I just I think that's why we want to talk about it. It's it it's just everybody's obsessed with speed, but actually I think everybody should be obsessed with building endurance because the speed I think takes care of itself. Mm. If you then you're doing that and it's sort of you're still doing the speed stuff, but it it, it tends to work better. That seems to seems to work for me. I mean, everybody's different to me. Everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like as you said, you gave me a good example with Benny's running, Ben Felwyn, you know, the work he does. Yeah, but he's naturally a quick person. So, you know, you've got to take that. I have to work bloody hard to try and get my, as I said, it doesn't matter what I do, my 5K time don't come down. I think most of it's mental, to be honest with you. That's the other thing with 5K. I prefer a 10K to a 5K, even though a 5K is over quicker. I just, I just sort of agree. Yeah, just sort of, blow it at the start because i feel like I, i've got to go hard even though i'm trying to pace myself it doesn't work then the mental battle starts but realistically if you actually step back you go what are you doing you fool you've got one kilometer left I, I, is it what's the matter with you you've just you know i did 26.2 miles the other week and you know what's what's going on here sort of thing it's that a 5k i just find is a real real it's mental battle it, well, it comes back to that energy system. You, your body is clicking through the anaerobic, the anaerobic glycotic system, which is all about finding that power, finding that energy. And then after about 20 minutes, it's kicking in. It's going, okay, if we're staying out here longer than that, I'm going to go and start looking for that oxygen in my body. So that's kind of why that 5K is a real beast of a, of a distance to, to, to now consistently. I think where the benefits come if you are wanting to do that speed work is understanding why you're doing it if the longer term goal is to get back into half marathons and marathons because for me this latest block I've had a bit of more focus on speed but it's all been about cadence it's about teaching my brain to turn my legs over faster because if you've not run at 180 steps per minute the first time you try it, you're not going to be able to do it and you, it's going to feel really odd. So just building up that speed work by going 20 second reps, minute reps, two minute reps and working with that cadence as being that purpose. Hopefully, when I come to, to start the next marathon block, my brain and my body's going, mm. oh, yeah, I kind of know 180 cadence. That kind of works for me now because we've, mm. we've been through that learning curve of yeah, yeah. trying it in short, sharp bursts. And then, you know, a bit like Hayden says, you're teaching yourself to kind of cope with whatever stresses that brings during your, your training. I think yeah. it depends as well on what, what what your goals are, whether you want to go for speed or stamina as well. Your long-term goals might be to, to run a, a fast 5K. So therefore, yeah, great, crack on with it. Or it might be, 
ultimately you want to do an ultra. So you need to build that endurance base. It might be the fact of weight loss. If your goal is weight loss, that's why you're taking up a bit of exercise. Yeah, the faster runs, you're going to burn more fat. Fast, faster runs are definitely going to give you more weight loss than what an endurance run is. Even though it sounds crazy, you've got an endurance run that might go on longer because you're not pushing your body as hard. You're not burning that fat as much. So that, that speed session will definitely get you to burn fat. And a lot of people do take up running and exercise for weight loss. So again, it, it just depends on what your goal is. As, but going back to what you said a minute ago, it's funny. It's, I like it when you hear it because I've always had this thing in my head that for me, 5K is the worst distance for me out of everything. I, I find it really, really yeah. tough. And it probably is because you are going for it. You don't hold back. But honestly, when you're at the start line, if you're at a park run and you think, I'm going to give it a go today, going through your mind is like, oh, I'm just not feeling this. And after you go to the first K, you're thinking, I can't carry on like this. It, but you never feel like that. I don't ever feel like that in a half marathon or, or a 10 no, I 10K, but in a 5K, uh, always feel like that. It's horrible. If anything, I, I yeah. try to speed up through a 10K. I, I You know, the, the more pain, it sounds funny, but the more pain, the better. But, you know, like 7K, right, we're going to dig in here. We're going we're gonna to beat the what's out of this. But a 4K and a 5K, I'm like, oh, I need my mummy. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's oh, like, <laughs> give me, I'm going to stop and walk from here. This is, if you've got a kilometre left, it's, it's crazy. But as Al says, it's because you're using different energy systems. You're going through it, and it's like reacting in different ways, and then your brain's not having a breakdown. And, and but if you take a step back from it, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, I just, I just think for for anybody out there, right, who may have come out of spring marathon training. I know we've got people doing leads and stuff, and we've got Edinburgh coming up. But anybody who's come out of that season and, and is now focused on speed, 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 speed. Yes, I get it, but don't neglect the stamina. Don't neglect the endurance. You know, always always make sure that one of those runs in the week is a is a sort of let's say medium to long run, yeah. And then chuck a bit of pace in there because you'll still have pace in your legs from what you've done. So chuck a bit of goal in there or target pace, whatever you want to call it, through that run, just to keep yourself alive and keep that and keep that engine working because you're gonna need it at some point. Well, you don't know what your 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 end game is, but you're gonna need it at some point. So feed it and, and give that. Give that, yeah, give your engine a bit of a tick over. Right, I've, the, the chat box thing's going mental again, Ben. Yeah. What have we got? Yeah, and I think to just in terms of what you were just saying there, Aisha asks, how important are those easy runs? I only run three to four times a week. Is it better to focus on long runs or build speed to eventually cover the distance? Bit of both, really. I think you've, you've got to make sure that, yes, your easy stuff is, is super easy. I mean, we've said it a million times on here, mm. right? Um, I can only run for three to four times a week. That's really good to be able to run three or four times a week. Some people can't even get out the door and do any running. So you're a hero. Um, and I would look to I would look to do a mixture within those three to four runs. Make sure they're three to four quality sessions. None of it's junk. It's it's, it's all got a purpose, you know. And in an ideal world, you're doing some form of easy work. You're doing some form of medium effort work. You're doing some form of high work, and then potentially some you know longer mileage in there at some point. That's the perfect scenario. So if you're three to four runs a week, that's brilliant. Chuck in some strength and conditioning work and you're Olympian. You know, you're balling on the line of Olympian standard, okay? So give yourself a pat on the back for getting out for three, four times a week. You're a hero. Right, what else we got? And I think on that is, as we we discussed at the start of my training block, was every run's got a purpose. So you know what the purpose is mm -hmm. from, from the run that you're doing. And kind of following on um, from that one, Nylas, um, for stamina how is how important is it to build large volume so for example do you really need to run or do you really need to get up to 50 miles per week for a got 50 miles from yeah i mean you see guys right this is this is the again girls pushing in 100 mile weeks 100 kilometer weeks and you know they're running like manic times and all this but chances are they might be doing that full time um yeah. could i run 100 kilometers a week probably physically no but if I wasn't, if I wasn't, you know, doing what everything else I'm doing, then maybe if I was just full time on YouTube, yeah, I probably could do it. Maybe I'd have to build into it. And do I think that would improve my times? Yes, I think it would. If I'm really honest, if I, but I have, I would have to do a good job at it. I'd have to make sure that none of that is junk. I'd have to make sure that that's all quality work. Um, but I think I would enjoy it to a degree. But you, you I think you've got to remember some of that is. When they get into those bigger miles, it's peak mileage that, that you're referring to. You know, you want to average it out over a 16, 18-week training block. Um, but, yeah, I do think mileage does make a difference. 
there is a lot to be said for it. But at the same time, I know people like Hayden, who, you know, he, he qualified and ran Boston, and he did it on relatively, I would say, lower miles. Yeah. I mean, what was your what was your average mileage, Hayden? Probably uh, on all my marathons, my my peak weeks, my absolute peak weeks, I'm really probably 75, 78 kilometers. I had to over 50 miles, 55 miles. Yeah. Um, as you said, and, and I, I'm the first one to say it every single time, keep going back to it. Honestly, it is quality. From my opinion, it's quality over quantity. Get those quality sessions in or just focus sessions, depending on what you are training for. That is a session you want to do. Don't just go out and just run loads of miles just for the sake of it because you want to improve your 5K. Or don't go out and do loads of sprints because you want to improve this. Yeah. It literally has to be a quality session. So you just made me think something then. My net mileage for London training block versus Amsterdam training block was lower. Yeah. Right. I ran a quicker time in London than I did Amsterdam. Well, I had to have weight for size because you needed a lay down. But net net, I'd, I ran less miles. But yeah. with London, the purpose of that training block was to focus on quality, which is what I generally did. I made sure that every run that I was doing actually had some sort of relevance to it. None of it was junk. So if I was running an easy run, that's probably because I'd run earlier on in the day and I'd done three or four miles at a relative rate of not somewhere, probably around target pace, or I'd done, you know, some form of progressive run, whatever it was. But I was then using the easy miles in the evening of my double run, or I'd do four miles easy uh, on a Monday as a recovery run. So there was always a purpose, but net net, it was less miles. But again, when, that comes back to it. Maybe, yeah. maybe you, you run a better race because you weren't as knackered. No, this is training. Yeah, you're working full time, and you got you got to start smashing out 70, 80, 90 miles. That's mm. going to take its toll on your body. It doesn't matter how long your taper is. Whereas when you're running a lot less miles, it's not going to take out on your body as much. You recover quicker. You're mm. in better shape, and you know you're not you're not as tired. So, well, you've just proved the point from on them two marathons for yourself. But it works differently for everyone, obviously. Yeah, it's about it's it's got to be what what works for you, and obviously that kind of comes with the practice. Because I don't think I. I think for London, the most I hit in one week was maybe just under forty, and I definitely never got into the into the forties on within my training plan. Um, and it, yeah, and you it, ran three hours forty two minutes. Yeah, it was quality. We 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 did sat down and done your plan, Ben. We went yeah. right. Your life is X. This is what you're going to be able to get in, being reasonable as an everyday runner. This is what you're going to be able to achieve. We focused 100% on quality in that training plan, mm. and he ran 3.42. You're welcome, by the way. So I think <laughs> – get that in there. Oh, uh, Niall just said he got 50 miles from, from me. So I don't, I don't know where I dropped that. But that's probably because my peak mileage was, I think, in London was about 52 miles. Um, so, that, again, that you know, I – when I was doing Amsterdam, I had I had quite a few weeks at, at 50 miles, um, but I really had to plan them out. It, you know, it sounds funny, but I really had to make sure that, like, work the numbers out to go, right, to get that, I need to do this. And with London, I wasn't that fast. It was more about, right, I need, I want to get eight miles at, you know, eight, whatever it was, per mile pace, and I need to get that this week. And that was more important than it was than just trying to get mileage just for the sake of mileage. That's, well, I just want to come point. in on there because Johnny yeah. has made a good point and he's supported all the stuff we've said about variety and mixing it up. But his, his comment just at the end there is, and, and we all do it, we get fixated with a seven-day week. So it's 50 miles over seven days. And he's, he's making the point, you don't have to train to a seven-day week. He uses a 10-day block. Brilliant. And if that means it gives you more space to recover Brilliant. and you can build in a better mix of runs, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with training to something other than a seven-day or as an alternative to a seven-day. Seven days is easy because we plan it. Some days yeah. a long run, but it doesn't have to be as fixed as that. Anybody play 40 bingo, get ready. Kafuzi is my hero. And... <laughs> If you watch his latest video, he he's changed to a nine-day training plan, a nine-day cycle. Watch that video; it's really interesting on how he or how he's changed it up into a nine-day cycle. Alan's absolutely on the money there. You don't have to train to a seven-day training, like as we always say. People who've got shift plans working nights again because we're we're everyday runners, so we're we're all out there working, and, and we're you know mums, dads, you know, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff, carers. And, and, and you know, uh, think about a nurse, the hours that they work. How how the hell are they going to train for a marathon based on this? So a seven-day 
plan for a nurse is probably the worst thing you could give them if you was doing them a training plan. Yeah. So again, that's the sort of thing you need to think about. So it, it doesn't volume. Yes. But it's quality always yeah. comes back to quality. Right. So Ben, what else have we got? Cool. So just before we move on to another question, I want to give a shout out to Paul Smith, who emailed in. Um, he ran London this year. Um, it was his first first London after 21 attempts in the ballot. So first of all, well done for persevering with the ballot. Um, and at the finish line, he proposed to his partner and she said, yes. Yeah. So congratulations Congrats. to you both. Um, yeah, hopefully the long run show got you through your uh, your training block and the marathon. Mate. Um, that. Does that mean we get invited to the wedding? We could do a live. We could do a live do show a, from their wedding. Exactly. Don't book a DJ. We could. No, admin can do karaoke because she loves karaoke. <laughs> right. Absolutely Al, loves it. Al can do games. Al can oh, do yeah. games. Hayley can do a few numbers. Although we'd have to sort out the lawyers first. Absolutely. Right. But he could do something from Oliver because that's what I've been googling it. By the way, he was. It, don't tell lies. You was Oliver. We all know you was Oliver. I'm going to show the pictures next week. But I can't play the music because we get copyrights, right? So, um, he, yeah, so we could do that. I mean, it's brilliant. Absolutely. And Sorry, Walker but... could just drink all their beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what speak. Oh, speak, I just eat. Yeah. All he's been doing, right, is sending me pictures of the food he's eating. That's all he's doing, right? I'm not joking. I could I could waste hours of everybody's life just putting up pictures of, of the food that Spigo's been sending me. It's at first it's it's borderline disgusting what they're feeding the boy <laughs> and how much of it that they expense. But two, it's the fact that he's consuming all this food is even worse. He's he's gonna come back. He reckons obviously that he needs a large t shirt. We all know he's gonna need a double XL after this after this week. What, what are you laughing at? Right, Ben, well where, where, where else? We, oh hang on, what's this? What does everyone okay? This is a good question absolutely unrelated completely to everything we've spoken about tonight what watch does everybody use so i use a uh garmin nine nine six five uh i couldn't remember the name uh forerunner nine six five ben what are you using uh forerunner two four five two four Al? phoenix five but i don't know what all the buttons do <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got a stride pod now, Ben. I saw you in Ibiza with your stride pod. So oh, no, this is another no, We're not talking another... stride pods tonight. Amazing. Have a conversation. We'll have a side, uh, side conversation. Yeah, no, I'm not having stride pods on this podcast when Speedgoat's not here. If Speedgoat was on here, right, we'd now spend three days talking about it, but he's not here so he can jog on. Um, Oliver, sorry, Hayden, what do you, um, what watch have you got? I have got the Phoenix 7X. I actually like it. The problem of it is, it gets stressed. It got stressed about a month ago and it kept giving me these wrong predictions. So I had to send it back. It was fully broken. And they sent, they sent me a brand new one. So if you are going to get one, don't listen to the predictions because no, it's, it's, a, it's been amazing. Stressed. My watch is like perfect. Like, no, I know. It must be the Phoenix 7. It's got an issue. It's a problem. It's like there might, be, there might be a recall. Pull up recall. Could be. Yeah, it could be. That's probably what yeah. I was planning to do. But anyway, a bet was a bet. Uh, a game was a game. Forfeit was a forfeit. So we'll um we'll have to deal with that later. Someone was saying I look a bit lighter than I did. I didn't want to shout that out, but apparently look like you're a bit lighter now than that. Funny enough, actually, this is a weird thing to finish the show on. So this training blog, usually I put weight on, mainly because I like crisps. But this time round, um I uh I actually lost weight, which is weird. I, I lost half a stone during this training block, which is the first training block, I've lost weight. Um, now, I've not really changed anything in terms of my diet. If anything, I've got worse. Um, and, and you would think, being getting older, obviously, I'm nowhere near as old as, as Hayden or, like, <laughs> like Alan's, like, biblical age, right? But in terms of those two, I'm still very, very, very young. But you would have thought, getting that little bit older, that I would, I would um, put weight on. So... Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. This time around, I lost half a stone, which is, which I know. That, by the way, I'm working very hard to put that back on, just as so everybody knows. So th whoever that was, thanks for the compliment. Um, and yeah, so we've got to give a shout out, Al. Um, we've got a competition running, haven't we? So that's important that we talk about that very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Um, again, we've talked about this in the past. We're going again to do Harp 24, which is a 24-hour endurance run. It was only 18 hours last year because thunderstorms got in the way. 
we're planning on doing 24. Because of the fun and excitement that we generated, we've got, I think, nearly 40 Fordies already signed up Amazing. to take part. But we are committing to do some fundraising for that. It's uh, the event's put on by local homeless charity and they do amazing stuff down in South End. And we are, I suppose, in effect, raffling off a dry robe for just Brilliant. £5 entry. So head over to the, the Fordy Runs Facebook page, look for one of the pinned posts. I think they're there, Hayden, aren't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Details of how to enter our dry robe. You can enter as many times as you want, £5 an entry, and the lucky winner will be drawn live at the end of Heart 24 in the middle of June sometime. I forget the day. Yeah. I think it's the 19th. It's Father's Day Sunday. So yeah, what could be a yeah. better prize than winning your own dry robe? And if you've already got one, they make fantastic gifts yes. for loved ones and friends and family. So yeah, and I tell you what, no they ain't cheap. To enter. They're not cheap. So by putting a couple of fivers in, it's a good shout because I live in mine when coaching and stuff. It's brilliant. Honestly, it's the best bit of kit I've got. Um, definitely get involved in that, please. Uh, Hayden, I'll tell you the other thing we need to mention because one one of the joys, right, we're, this week we're going to take it out. Um, if you... Don't mind being a bit self-indulgent. One of the joys in the week for me is seeing we have a a, a Facebook messenger group. Is it is that the right way? To, I'm so like I think so. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 1987. And one of the joys is to see the satellite leader. So if you're a satellite leader, you're inducted into the Hall of Fame into <laughs> this um, this group. It's like basically a WhatsApp group. And uh, within that, the guys communicate, talk about what's going on and all that sort of stuff. But also what they do is they post pictures from their satellite groups. And Kim, who's amazing, um, who, who looks after us all on the social media side of things, she's got her own photography thing. Make sure you check her out as well on, on Instagram. Um, and she took some amazing pictures at the London Marathon for us. But um, she posts them all out, all the pictures. And one of the most amazing things in the week, and if you're having a really, really one of those days, or if you're like me and you get down a bit, to see then all those pictures of, of everybody all over, literally all over the country, weekly meeting up together as part of all this madness that we've created, it really is incredible. And uh, what's amazing this week, again, is we've had new satellites start. So, Hayley, you're the best person, the best place to just literally just give everyone a shout out before we close it out. Yeah, well, obviously, we everyone knows about all the satellite groups we had. But this week, starting up, we had one run by our very own coach out there in London East. So if you're around the East London area, have a look online on the Facebook page or get in touch with me. We also had Lucy Blewett. She started one up down in Brighton, which is going to be a very, very big one because all of us love to run in Brighton. But exciting news as well is coming, not next week, the week after on the Monday. I've got two new ones starting, one in Sheffield, which is taking off really well. It's got a big catchment area so that's going to be a fantastic run run by two guys and another one that's going to be starting up down in exeter so if you are in sheffield or exeter or you visit the areas or you have family there get in touch and i'll get you involved in the group and you will not regret they're it. both quite hilly those ones <laughs> just saying just, uh, yeah. right actually and that's a good way out well done brilliant as always so again good luck to everybody running the leeds marathon see what i did there um, make sure you get over to Spotify and check out Six. Uh, it's Hayden's debut album when they did it with Five before he left. Um, if you're going to, where's what's the actual proper name of the the park run now that you're at tomorrow? Summerdale Park Run is its official title. Yeah, just okay. Make park. sure you get there. Obviously, if you're in York, go and see PB with a with a crew of mishaps. <laughs> Ben put it in the private chat. That's what he described you lot as. Um, I don't know what. Oh, I, I'm doing something very different tomorrow, but I'm not going to tell you what that is. But I'm doing something completely different. Uh, but I'm turning off my phone this weekend. So if anybody wants me, don't bother trying to get hold of me because I won't answer. And I think that's it. So I've got to give a shout out to Sketches. Thank you very much for sponsoring this podcast. Get over to sketches.co.uk. Check out the hoodies like Hayden's wearing, but also the Go Run Ride 11. I did a review of that that came out this week. Um, ben, what are you up to tomorrow? Uh, Kingston Park Run. I need a K. Kingston Park Run. So get along there, see Ben. But don't, if they've got any photographers, don't bother trying to get a photo because you will get Ben. Uh, and that's it. We wish you all a very, very nice weekend. I'm going to try and work out how to do the graphics. I think we, boys, I think we've been quite well behaved tonight. I think we got away with murder. Um, so thanks to everybody for listening, and we shall see you all later. Right. Where's this button? Oh, tight. Get ready for it. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.